This radio show is a paid placement. It's time for Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Your retirement coaches at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Alan and Troy's team helps with the X's and O's of your financial plan, helping to make sure you have the winning playbook before the clock runs out on your working years. So let's drop the puck, break the huddle, and tip things off. This is Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Good morning. You're listening to Retirement 360. This is a show where we're going to spend an hour talking with you about financial topics, retirement-related topics, just really anything that can get you prepared for retirement and then get you through retirement. And I have Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors in here to provide the financial expertise. Thank you for joining us, Alan. No problem. I'm looking forward to today's show. I think we're going to have a lot to talk about. Always something to talk about when it comes to money, because you know what? Everyone cares about money. Like, no one no one takes this show lightly. But... Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of ready for the cooler weather to come around, you know, football season starting up. And, and while I'm glad the kids are going back to school, I had forgotten what school traffic is like during rush hour. I was reminded of that this week. So, um, yeah, I live uh, across the street from a, uh, a big Christian school here and they don't have buses. So everybody brings their kids in and drops them off. So every morning it's a you know, it's a battle to get out there a little bit earlier than the traffic starts lining up just so I can. <laughs> can get through the the maze of uh folks dropping their kids off at school well, actually our school started last week so we've been already into it for a week so, yeah we get spoiled with the lack of traffic all summer you kind of forget yeah, about it you do it's uh something that that if uh yeah it's out of sight out of mind but as soon as it comes back man it's right in your face so you just have to deal with it and go on all right when we talk about the financial news that's going on right now i want to try and be a little more optimistic than we've been all year it's been a tough year you know the inflation recession legislation floating around dc's got us concerned Mm -hmm. but let's talk about the other side of the coin we may have seen markets bottom out like the bear market's over in the nasdaq and on the other side of the coin unemployment is low at least the number on paper is low and with the election coming up there's reason for hope there that uh, the economy could change course or at least have an excuse to change course if uh, there's a little bit of turnover in dc what's your thoughts on where the economy is at and, and where we're headed here at the end of the year yeah i think that things are better than what we had expected I, we are in the summer months which the summer months tend to be a little bit less volatile we have a little bit more of a lull uh, in the summer months, as we start to fade out of August into September and into October, I think we could see some more volatility come back. That's something that we're anticipating. I do believe that you know the elections this fall could change the uh, or have a significant impact on the economic situation here. Could be good, could be bad, just depending on which way it goes, where everything ends up. Uh, inflation is starting to come down. I did hear on the radio this past week about the Fed may reduce their percentage that they're going to potentially increase this next time that they meet. You know, it's been 75 basis points or three quarters of a percentage each time that they've met this this year. And uh, they could drop that a little bit this next round, or they may keep it the same. So uh, that's always something that's going to jostle the market. The, if the market expects one thing and something else happens, it usually, you know, the market can shoot up 500 points or it can drop 500 points. So, but I think the thing for everybody to kind of keep in mind is that regardless of what happens there, what regardless of what happens this fall, if your plan is set uh, to be successful, then your plan is probably going to be successful. So regardless of any of that, that's what we're always preaching here is really making sure that your plan is on point. Look at all these things. Yes, come in, evaluate you know how it's affecting your plan. But uh, as we've said here in the last few weeks, every time we've had a review meeting this fall, summer you know everybody's been still on point i mean numbers are a little bit lower but everybody's still going to have a successful plan or successful retirement based on what we've prepared so far yeah and i've i've kind of noticed and uh, i'm not the only one that when you're walking up to an election like this where there could be some significant changes that come up here in just really a couple months before they even pass legislation just the mindset change is going to have people changing their behaviors at least on wall street i feel like 
Wall Street stocks and a lot of our investments just getting kind of a holding pattern where they're treading water and they're just waiting for the signal. Do I go up and do I go down? But in the meantime, let's not make any sudden movements. Yeah, and I think you're, you're right on point because that's kind of where we are now. Now, again, during the summer months, that seems to be the norm most every year. This year specifically, I mean, we've had this rough spring and you know early summer and everything. We've had this downturn over the last you know seven months anyway and then the last month it started coming back up a little bit but i think you're right i think that this year is a little bit different we've got the fall election so i think the market's kind of looking to that the feds kind of been predictable but unpredictable because they you know they have the the ability to change that rate anytime that they want or anytime to what degree they change it they can you know move that around each at each meeting they've been pretty consistent but the market is totally funny. So if you, you know, when you, you think something should cause it to go up and it just acts the opposite, goes the other way. So that's, that's why we always talk about here, folks, if you're, you know, you're concerned about your plan, you're concerned about where you are in your path to retirement. Uh, we created a new uh, way for you to, to kind of check in with us in the last two or three weeks. You can just text the word income to 502-576-4800. And what we're going to do is we're going to send you out a one-page sheet that'll help you understand what your income sources are going to be in retirement, what you're going to need in retirement, and it'll help you determine whether you got an income gap or not. And then that's the signal for us to, once we get that together, you go on our calendar or on our website, you can go to our Calendly link and schedule an appointment with one of the advisors here and really sit down and understand where your plan is. So. Again, you, it's an easy process. You just text the word income to 502-576-4800, and then we'll set up a time to meet with you and kind of go over your plan to make sure that it's not going to be jostled around too much. All right, Alan, I wanted to ask you about this article. I sent it to you earlier this week. I hope you got a chance to read yep, it. But yep, the quick, yeah, the quick summary is there's some guy who made a, a nice chunk of money, retired super early. I believe it was age 52. And at 67 years old, he unretired. And when you read the article, it's not because he needed the money, but he unretired for other reasons. And I, I thought this was wild. Yeah, and in the article it says, and I just kind of par paraphrase this, but I think I quoted this part of it. It says, uh, uh, in retirement for 10 years, I found myself bored, restless, and stuck. My enthusiasm and energy diminished. My mental health suffered. And this is something that a lot of folks go through after they've been retired for a couple of years because that, we spend so much time in, in our process really talking about what are you going to do with that extra time that you have every year. You're going to have an extra 2,000 hours a year that you used to spend working now you're going to spend it on what? And we, you know, try to get people talking about what they're going to do with that time. First couple of years are usually easy because, you know, if you're, you know, somebody like us that goes down to the lake all the time or every weekend, then yeah, now you don't have to worry about the weekends. You can just go down during the week and you can be there when nobody else is there. And it's kind of cool. So the first year or so is going to be fun. Maybe even the first winter you get to go to Florida and you get to spend that time down there. So you're not in the cold weather. But then after a couple of years, then you start to think, okay, you know, people used to look to me for, you know, in, in my instance, somebody would say, I used to look for, to him for retirement advice. Now, I would see that I could lose my own identity if I did that. If I retired early, and, and it's kind of what this guy talked about, he just kind of lost his purpose. So, so many people have to figure out what that new purpose is. I kind of relate this to when our kids were playing baseball, when they were little, and I probably told this story before on online or on the air, but when the kids were little playing baseball and my youngest one, especially he was a, uh, he played shortstop and second base. And for the longest time, we felt like we had the next Derek Jeter. I mean, we started playing baseball in February and we wouldn't stop playing baseball until October. So every night, every day, every weekend was kind of filled up with this baseball activity, whether it was a practice or a game or going somewhere, you know, traveling to a game or whatnot. And then of course you, then you develop these relationships with the families of the people that the kids play on the team and all that. Then he looked at us in his senior year of high school, he was playing AAU ball and uh, playing on uh, another upper league. Like a travel team. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was American Legion team. He was playing on the American Legion team, and they were traveling all the time. And he he looked at us at the end of that season, and he said, "You know, I think I'm done, Dad. I think I'm done playing baseball." 
And I remember hearing that and like, just this knot going in my stomach thinking, Ugh, what are we going to do with all, <laughs> all of our time now? And I immediately went back to my wife and said, you know what? We used to like going down to the lake. We might need to start revisiting that again. And that's what we did is we just kind of rechanneled that into our lake habit, which is now, you know, something that's a, a big part of our, our life now. You so. call it a lake habit? Yeah. Absolutely. Like it's a pack of Marlboros? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that's every weekend we're traveling to the lake almost. So that's the thing is that you've got to find something to do with that, you know, old habit at work that you had and kind of rechannel that time into doing something that you enjoy. And I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people struggle with is really finding that way to keep their mental health going. So I've seen both. I don't know a whole lot of retired people. Certainly, you know a lot more than I do. But I have seen the people who are bored out of their mind in retirement. Uh, but my dad was happy to be bored out of his mind. He couldn't wait to do nothing all day. So I don't I don't think this article necessarily applies to everybody. But for some people, this probably hits home. Yeah, and I think you're right. I, I think there are some folks, you know, that have worked a long, hard career and they're ready for that downtime to where they can sit back and do something. But the article does mention a full 35% believe that they have to find an answer to filling that purpose in life or find a new skill. And that, again, kind of going back to what I said a few minutes ago, not that this is going to help you determine as the income gap analysis that we're sending out and we're talking to folks about now is really to help you make sure that you have income in retirement. Income is really what solves your, your needs in retirement, folks. If you're, you know, if you think about it, you know, your whole working career, all you've done every year or every week, every month, every year is work to get a paycheck. And now that you're going to give up that work, you still got to create that paycheck from somewhere. So our income analysis that we're creating and we're putting out there is for you to text the word income to 502-576-4800. And what we'll do is we'll send you a one page sheet that'll help you determine what your income sources are going to be and what your income needs going to be in retirement. Now, what that's also going to do once we determine what that is, we'll sit down with you and go through our Retirement 360 scorecard. That's the process where we're going to help you discover what are you going to do with this time? How are you going to fill this time? What's the purpose? Are you going to stay at home and just enjoy the grandkids, enjoy gardening and things like that? Are you going to travel? Are you going to be a volunteer? Are you going to start a second career? What are you going to do with all that time? That's what we want to talk about. But the first step is text the word income to 502-576-4800. We'll help you get started on that. That'll lead into the other discussions that we'll have about your retirement game plan. All right. Is there a new army of IRS agents that are going to be tracking you down from here on out? We'll talk about taxes next coming up on Retirement 360. When you crash your car, you get it fixed. When your computer crashes, you get a new one. But what will you do if you're saving for your 401k and the market crashes? Hey, it's Tony Vanetti for Mercurio Wealth Advisors. If you're in your 30s or 40s, you'll be just fine. But if you're in or near retirement, you could be in trouble. Lowell's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton at Mercurio Wealth Advisors are here to help. They'll create a retirement 360-degree game plan to see if you're taking too much risk. Don't let the market control you and your retirement dreams. Call 502-383-5800 today to schedule your visit with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. That's 383-5800. Crashes happen. Are you ready? Mercurio Wealth Advisors, 383-5800. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurio Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Mercurio Insurance Services. For your copy of the one-page income gap analysis, text the word INCOME to 502-576-4800 or text RETIRE to set up a visit to get the Retirement 360 scorecard, 502-576-4800. Welcome back to Retirement 360. I'm James Parker along with Alan Mercurio. He is a financial advisor with Mercurio Advisors here in town. And before we get started talking about taxes, I just want to get it out there because, you know, I don't want lawyers to get all excited. We are not tax professionals. We technically do not provide tax advice, but Alan helps people with uh, tax planning and has been down in the trenches when people are going through these financial decisions over and over and over. But everyone's situation is unique. 
All listeners are encouraged to seek the guidance of a qualified tax professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. But now that we have the, the legalese out of the way, let's talk about the, this is sort of like the tax off season, but it's a big mistake to not have taxes on your mind here coming up to the end of the year. You know, most people understand tax season is between you know, January to April 15th. For those of us who file extensions, you know, we get a few more months on that. But right, right. now, uh, taxes are a topic that you really need to be paying attention to because this is where you can make some moves that make next year's taxes a little bit prettier. Yeah, and and actually, I, I was just meeting with one of our clients who is a tax professional. He's a enrolled agent just in the last couple of weeks. And he actually made the comment during our conversation. He said, you know, Alan, tax season's not January to April tax season is really January to October. And then it's, we're off for a couple of months and we start all over again. So they actually look at it a little bit differently than most of us do as well. But you're right. I mean, taxes become more important uh, to a lot of folks that's retired or after they've retired and they just don't seem to devote the type of planning to it. So really when you look at it from a planning perspective, from our perspective, tax season is really all year long. Because the thing that you want to make sure of is that you're not missing anything that could cause you some problems. I was just talking to a client last week, Pat, and he uh, he made the comment when we were, he's getting ready to start his Social Security, his wife's getting ready to start her Social Security, and you know, and we he's been a client for a long time, and uh, but he hadn't started Social Security yet, and so he really never asked the question. And I guess I never really went over the this point, but he said. You know, so when I started getting all this tax-free income from Social Security, I said, wait a minute, you got to make sure that, it's, that it is tax-free. And he said, what do you mean? It, you know, it's all Social Security is tax-free, right? And I said, no, it, I mean, it can be tax-free to a certain extent, but if you go over a threshold, then you're going to pay taxes on that. Now, you, the maximum tax that you'll pay, at least right now, is you'll pay taxes on up to 85% of that Social Security income, but it can affect a lot of other things too. Now, before I go too far, let me just throw out those thresholds because I made mention of them. The threshold that I'm talking about is if you're an individual filing individual or single tax returns, or if you're a joint couple filing joint tax return, the threshold is 25000 as a single and 32000 a year as a joint filer. So if you go over that income amount, Meaning you take some money out of an IRA, you take some money out of a 401k, you, you know, just live beyond that $32,000 a year as a couple, you're probably going to pay tax on some of that social security. And a lot of folks are kind of under the impression that they're not paying taxes on that. So again, just little things, and that's not really a little thing, but just things like that, that can sneak up and cause you to rethink your plan or rethink something that you maybe been under the impression of for a long time. Well, the last time we had a big change in the tax code, wasn't that long ago, Tax Cut and Jobs Act 2017. I've seen many people claim it's the biggest tax law change in 30 years. But one of the big provisions in there, and that was the reduction in, in the tax brackets for just us regular old folks, they're set to expire at the beginning of 2026. So really at the end of 2025, if nothing else changes, boom, your taxes are going up. How do we plan for something like that? Well, and that's really kind of the beauty of having a relationship with a financial advisor is that hopefully that they're keeping up with those changes for you. That's what we're doing for our clients is that how can we start to take advantage of that or have we been taking advantage of that over the last several years? So that is exactly true, though, that right now that 2017 act is going to expire 2025. I have not heard one thing about them extending that or making it a permanent or anything like that. So more than likely that's going to change, which is going to be an automatic tax increase. Because what that means, folks, is that we're going to go back to the schedule. Once that expires, if they don't change this, we're going to go back to the schedule of what taxes were back in 2016 or earlier in 2017. So you want to be on top of those types of things just to make sure that it's not going to hit you blindly on April 15th of 2026, you know, when change. So Let's you know get together, make sure that it's not not hurting you or helping you, or how do you take advantage of it now with the time that we have left? All right, uh, if you have any questions about this, you can start the process with uh, Alan and the crew. Text income to five zero two five seven six forty eight hundred. 
text income to 502-576-4800. The website is a little easier to remember, though, louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Now, Alan, something you've mentioned on the show before that uh, has me interested because I am not a fan of taxes. You'd probably believe that is getting into the Roth IRA world. I've got an IRA and I re- I really like the idea of later on when I take money out of that IRA, I'd rather not have to pay taxes on it. And I can do that with a Roth, but I have to pay taxes now. So let's talk about when do I get into that world or is it difficult to start to get into that world or is it even the right thing to do for me? Well, and that's the thing. It's not right for everybody, but I think it's going to be right for most people listening. So first of all, we've been recommending since 2017, since those the laws changed back then, that our clients change the way they're contributing to their 401ks and their IRAs. If they were contributing to a 401k and they have the option to contribute to a Roth 401k, we've really just said, hey, not carte blanche and not for 100% of the people, but for the most part, start switching your contributions over and paying taxes on them as they go in. And that way you're creating that tax-free income for later. So that's been kind of our recommendation over the last several years. But right now, it's a also a good time to even think about converting to an IRA or a Roth IRA. And let me just kind of go over this with you first, folks. There's two different ways you can get money into an IRA. You can contribute, That means that you can put in so many dollars out of your pocket every year into a a Roth IRA. And there are income limits on that can restrict you on uh, putting too much money in or maybe not even putting anything into a Roth IRA. But you can convert any amount of money for that's in an existing IRA to a Roth IRA that anything that you're willing to pay taxes on. So this is something that we just recently did on our YouTube channel, and you can go out and kind of catch that if you want to, but but I can kind of go over it here too. Let's assume that your plan not requires, but it calls for about a $100,000 conversion every year. So we've got, when we sit down with somebody and we build a plan, we're looking at, is there a way to limit our future taxes? And we may say, okay, well, based on trying to limit our future taxes, we want to convert X number of dollars every year into a Roth IRA. Let's assume that number is 100,000. Let's also assume, and for my illustration here, that everything in your portfolio has a $10 share value, or at the beginning of this year had a $10 per share value. So, you know, $100,000 conversion, that would mean that you'd have to convert $10 a share, you'd have to convert 1,000 shares. Well, right now, what we've seen, or since the beginning of the year, we've had a little bit of an increase since the end of July, but at the bottom of this year, your share value might have been down to $8 a share instead of $10 a share. So to convert that $100,000, if you use that same dollar amount, uh, you'd actually be converting about 1,250 shares at $8 a share to get that 100000 as opposed to 1,000 shares at $10 a share. So hopefully I didn't lose you there. But what you're getting out of that is that you actually get to convert an extra 250 shares at a lower per share value. And once it goes over there, you're gonna and it raises back up or comes back up to pre-2022 value, you're getting about 250 shares tax-free in that conversion. So what a lot of people are missing right now is an opportunity. You know, we look at their statements and we think, oh my gosh, the account's down 20% or 15% since the beginning of the year or whatever. What do I do about that? Do I just hang on? Well, yeah, you probably just hang on. But what if you were to take some action also and convert some of those shares while it's down? You might actually see some extra tax benefits on that going forward just by being proactive and taking advantage of those types of things. What else do we need to think about tax-wise around this time of the year? I guess the thing that I would say mainly is that when you're looking at your tax return, if you went into your CPA and they said, you know, there's really you know, not a whole lot there to look at, I'd advise you to give a, your financial advisor a second look at it. Get a second opinion from your financial advisor. They may not be a tax person, but one of the things that we do here is we look at how do we take advantage of, like I just said, maybe the lower market to move some money over and to get some tax-free shares just by moving them over. If you do the math on those tax-free shares, I just on that example I just gave you, at a 7% growth rate over a 20-year period, that's an extra $100,000 in your pocket that's completely tax-free. 
just by letting it get back up over that period of time. So folks, if you've been looking at your plan, you're just not really sure that you're on point with everything that you've got, or maybe it's been a while since you sat with a financial advisor to look at your plan. One of the things we're going to offer is really going through a process to help you understand where you are with your income plan, where you are with your total financial plan going into retirement. Now we go through a process called our retirement 360 scorecard. It's very detailed. It's going to show you a lot of different things. It's going to look at your uh, retirement plan all the way out to your age 100 to see if you got money to that end point. But we've also developed a pretty easy access point to this by going into through our income gap analysis form. We've developed a form that's going to help you understand exactly what kind of income you've got coming in to your retirement game plan what you're going to need every month, and then how to determine how to fix that gap. For instance, let's say that you you go through this form and you determine you you need about $7,000 a month, but you've only got about $6,000 a month guaranteed coming in. Well, how do you fill that $1,000 gap? That's what we're going to show you. So the easy one-step process is really to text the word income to 502-576-4800, and we'll send you that form. It usually takes a day or so to send out that form. But you'll get that. You'll be able to fill that out and then contact the office. And step number two is really to plug in that number into the retirement scorecard, which will help you do. You'll just sit, get on the, our calendar and we'll sit down with you and kind of go through this. So step number one, again, is text the word income to 502-576-4800. Step number two is to set up a visit with one of our advisors through our calendar link on our website. But uh, we'll talk you through that let's make sure that you get this thing done because getting towards the end of the year, this is really where you're going to pick up some valuable tips as to how to save tax dollars going into 2023. All right. More tips on how to save on taxes coming up with Alan Mercurio of Mercurio Wealth Advisors. I'm James Parker. This is Retirement 360. You're listening to Retirement 360. I'm James Parker, and I have a financial advisor with us from Mercurio Advisors here in town. His name's Alan Mercurio. Sound familiar? So uh, we're talking about taxes. I know the focus for most people on taxes is January to April 15th. If you're a procrastinator like me, it's basically April 8th to April 15th. I, You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a last-minute kind of guy, Alan. But that is frowned upon in the financial advising world because you've already demonstrated a few uh, good things that you could be doing from now till the end of the year to make sure when tax season does come around, you're in a better position. Give me some more of them tips, Alan. I'm loving this. Well, I mean, I think the first thing you got to realize is once January 1 hits, there's really no nothing else that you can do about the prior year. So like January 1 of 2023, then 2022 is over. Some people say, yeah, good riddance to 2022. But when you're in the throes of the year, like we are right now, we're in you know the middle of August right now, there are still things that you can do that's going to change your tax narrative come April 15th. So why not look at it now as opposed to waiting until then? A lot of folks, you know, just like you said, James, a lot of folks just, they get their paycheck every week. They really don't, you know, think about taxes until that, that time frame of January to, to April. And they just kind of accept it as it is. But there are things that you can do. Let's say, for instance, if you, you know, you took a, I'll give you a quick example. Let's say you had to, you're over age 59. You took some money out of your IRA account. Maybe you took out $10,000 because the roof was leaking or you had some repairs that you had to do. And you didn't withhold taxes on it. And you said, hey, financial advisor, just send me $10,000 out of my account. I'll worry about the taxes come next April. Well, if you do that, that could be a problem because you could end up not only owing the taxes, because you you also could owe a penalty on that. So you've got to make sure that you're paying enough into the system. But here in August, what you could do is you could increase the withholdings that you have on your current paycheck that might you know come up to the point, you still got to do some calculations on it, but you it could come to the point where it covers the excess tax that you would owe on that 10000 so that in April, you're not writing a big check. The worst thing that most people hate about tax season is that, you know, they get surprised by something. They do something like that. They'll take, you know, $5,000 out or $10,000 out of an IRA because they had this emergency come up and then they kind of forget about it because, you know, that they did that in maybe January or February and now they're at the end of the year or at the beginning of the next year and they go to the CPA and see the CPA or the tax professional 
and they say, Hey, you owe an extra $2,200 or whatever. And everybody's got freaks out because they got to pay this check or write this check. But it's all kind of written in the code. And one of the things that uh, you have to understand about the IRS is that you've got to pay in a hundred percent of what you owed last year or 90% of what you owe this year to avoid any penalties. So those are the things that most people don't realize about tax planning. Just understand that there are things that you can do throughout the year to change your tax story. And then once you do, once you understand that part of it, you need to get with somebody that can talk you through some of those changes that might help. IRAs keep coming up in this discussion on on retirement planning and overlapping with tax planning. It seems like there's a, a, a lot of things to catch or you probably caught from clients that they didn't know about when it comes to their IRAs and taxes. Yeah, a lot of folks just don't realize the whole Roth convert or Roth IRA versus traditional IRA and how that all works. You know, just uh, to make it simple. You know, a Roth IRA is a vehicle that, that you can put money into. You don't get a tax deduction for it, uh, and it, the money grows tax-free. Or the traditional IRA, you put money into it, you have you get to defer your taxes on it until some point in the future until you take it out, and you, everything grows tax-deferred, and then you have to pay taxes on it later. But the conversion process is really something that, that has come out I mean, it's been around the whole time, but it's just something that people are starting to pay attention to that you can convert any amount that you want to. And by using the tax brackets, you can kind of control that. So let's say you're in the 22% tax bracket and I don't have the sheet in front of me, so I don't know what the numbers are, but let's say it's $150,000 or something like that goes up to the 22 and then it jumps into the 24% tax bracket, but you only make $100,000 a year. Well, you got fifty thousand dollars that you can play with there. That uh, that you you can convert fifty thousand dollars of your IRA and stay in the same tax bracket. Or if you don't care about going from a twenty-two to twenty-four percent tax bracket, then it jumps up to like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars at the maximum of the twenty-four percent tax bracket. So you've got plenty of room that you can play with these numbers uh, and really help to change your tax story in the future. The key is, is that we all have to start paying taxes on this money at age 72. And when they changed that, I think it was the SECURE Act that changed that in 2020, I think it was, James. Is that right? Uh, Sounds about right. The the, the SECURE Act changed that. And it used to be our beneficiaries, if we... If we died and left an IRA balance, that money could go to our beneficiaries and they could stretch it over their lifetime. Then they could pass it to their kids and they could stretch it over their lifetime. And that was the the rules for so many years. But the SECURE Act back in 2020 changed that. And now the beneficiaries have to take this money out over a 10-year period of time. So the very worst money that you can leave to your beneficiaries is your IRA balance or your 401k balance. You want to make sure that you're using that money first. You're paying your taxes on it. If you're going to pass on assets to your your family, you want to use uh, non-qualified or non-retirement assets. You might want to use property like your houses or your, your real estate property or individual stocks and bonds, those types of things, because right now, at least, they get a step up in value at, at your desk. So they, they go from whatever you bought it at up to the current value and your, your family or your heirs don't pay any taxes on those, those assets that you leave to them that are in that kind of a category. But the IRAs, they're going to pay their, probably their highest tax on it. So those are the things that we're trying to make our clients aware of, as well as, you know, the, the general public to, to make sure that they don't get burned by that uh, little tax law that can burn a lot of people. Yeah, one thing that uh, I've noticed uh, a weird comparison is is like if you save money, that means you're not going to spend this now, and you will have it later in the future to spend. But in the Roth IRA world, it's if you pay these taxes now, you won't have to pay them later in the future. It's kind of like a reverse savings, you know. You yeah. give up a little bit now, so you'll have it in the future. But I like I like having my tax cut now. Am I being too selfish or, or too? like uh, time uh, worried about now rather than later? No, I think that's where we've kind of been trained by the financial service industry and the tax world over the years is to defer this tax over all these years and thinking that taxes are going to be cheaper in the future. 
uh, I think the writing's pretty clear on the wall right now that taxes probably aren't going to be cheaper in the future. I mean, we're going to see, you know, with this $30 trillion in debt that our country has now and the more debt that we've added on in the last few years and the high inflation that we've got now, sooner or later, taxes are going to come back to back home to roost. I think the 2025 mark that when the when the uh, tax act expires could be the beginning of that is that we'll see them jump back up to the pre 2017 rates. And then whatever administration's in, whether it's Republican or Democrat, I think they're going to have to raise taxes. They're going to have to generate some revenue for this country. And the only way they can do that is through tax increases. So, and there's, there's so many, I can't remember how many trillions of dollars in are in these IRAs and 401ks out there, but but trust me, folks, the IRS knows. They know exactly how much is in there to the point I think you'd let off the second segment of the, today's show with that is that they've made a concerted effort. Now they're beefing up how many IRS agents are out there, how many, how much they're going to be focusing on this and how, you know, they're, they're looking for revenue. So let's try to figure out a way to minimize that going forward. You can't cheat them. That's for sure. You can't, you don't want to do that, but you also don't want to pay more than you have to. No, and I want to take advantage of some of these rules because if there there is a whole new army of IRS agents coming after me, that that Roth IRA starts to look better and better and better. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the main message of today's show is really let's be proactive and take advantage of what we can. Let's control what we can. A lot of the stuff that we talked about at the beginning of the show, whether interest rates continue to go up, inflation continues to go up, the market continues to go down, stuff like that. We can't control that, but what we can control is how we're actually using the rules and the law set it, set in front of us. Think of it this way, folks. You, you sit down, you play in a game of Monopoly. Monopoly has a certain set of rules. Let's assume that we're going to live by the same rules all the way through our life, and they're not going to change on us. Let's start using those rules to our advantage. So one of the ways we've decided to do that it's, and to help you guys get a hold of us is to really start looking at your income plan first because that's the most important thing about retirement is how much income you're going to bring into your household, how much money you can spend every month with confidence, knowing that you got more money to spend the following month. But that income plan or that income analysis is a key part of this. So what we've done is we've developed a one-page sheet. We can send it out to you. It's a, a very simple to figure fill out. I think you have maybe two sides of it. So maybe technically it's two sheets, but it's all on one paper. You're going to fill out the income side, how much, you know, what sources of income you got coming in and you flip it over. You got expenses on the backside and you do some simple math. And it's going to tell you that you got an income surplus or an income gap. Once we know that we can plug that into our retirement 360 scorecard. And that's going to help you understand exactly what you're going to have in retirement. So text the word income to 502-576-4800. We'll send you that sheet out and then you'll be able to fill that out. And then you'll, uh, step number two is to contact the office and get on our calendar. And we'll, we'll sit down with you and kind of go through that. But again, text the word income 502-576-4800. And we'll send that right out to you. All right. That's Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Advisors. We'll be right back with more Retirement 360. Quick, who's your favorite sports team? Okay, now imagine they're playing in the most important game of the year, the season's on the line type of game. Now you realize they don't have a game plan. They're just going to wing it. How do you think that's going to go? Probably not very well. Are you doing the same thing when it comes to retirement? Are you hoping things will go well? Well, hey, this is Tony Finetti for Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Set yourself up for success by getting a retirement 360-degree game plan from Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. They'll help you think through your taxes, income, estate planning, and much, much more. When you're done, you'll have a customized retirement 360-degree game plan that you can be confident in. Schedule your visit now with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Mercurio Wealth Advisors, 502-383-5800. 502-383-5800. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurio Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Mercurio Insurance Services. For your copy of the one-page income gap analysis, text the word INCOME to 502-576-4800 or text RETIRE to set up a visit to get the Retirement 360 scorecard, 502-576-4800. 
Welcome. You're listening to Retirement 360. I've got Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors in studio. We like to talk about all things financial. And in this segment, we're going to stop down and just answer some questions. Now, Alan gets questions all the time, whether it's in the office, on the phone, from email, through the radio show. Who knows where they come from? We just keep the good ones, type them out, print them out, put them in a little stack over here in the studio. And then we uh, run them by Alan on the show. You ready for some mailbag action, Alan? Email bag is always welcome, yes. All right. Because you probably answered all these questions 100 times already, haven't you? And for the most part. I mean, there's different variations of each question. And, and of course, everybody we want everybody to send in your questions. So, folks, if, you're, if this is your first time catching this segment, please send in the questions. I mean, go to our – you can go to info at Mercurio Advisors or info at Louisville's RetirementCoach.com. Send those questions in, and then we'll make sure that they show up on the show. All right. First question off the stack. Sure. Someone at work was just telling me that the rules have changed for how my kids can inherit my IRA one day and that they'll have to pay a lot more in taxes. What's going on with that? Well, we kind of talked about that just in the show today is that the SECURE Act was passed, and I think it was in 2020, that essentially changed the required minimum distribution age. Everybody remembers that part because that's what they really focused on when, when they passed this law. You know, we're going to change required minimum distribution age from 70 and a half to 72. So now guys and gals, you don't have to take money out of your retirement account or out of your 401k until age 72. So everybody pl- applauded that and thought that was great. Along with that bill though, was the, I guess the, announcement that they were no longer allowing what's called the stretch IRA. The stretch IRA was a tool that allowed our beneficiaries to take the balance of our accounts and stretch it over their lifetime. So let me just kind of explain that to you. So at my age 70 and a half, I was, you know, I had to took my age, how much I had in IRA balances or 401k balances, all of that added together. And I had to take out a certain percentage. Let's call it 3%. So I had to take out 3% that year. The next year it goes up a little bit. And every year after that, it goes up until my age 100 at that time. The IRS is basically trying to get you to get all the money back out of the IRA and pay all the taxes on it. So they moved that bar to 72 and, again, disallowed the stretch IRA because when we were 70 and a half, the kids could inherit that money and stretch it over their lifetime. They had a number associated with their age too. So let's say my oldest child was 47 when I passed away. At 47, they may only have to take out a half a percent or three quarters of a percent or whatever, but they have to take out a required minimum distribution every year. And they could stretch it over their lifetime. They could pass it to their kids. They could stretch it over their lifetime. So back in those rules, there was no real end to it. Now the IRS says that yeah, there is an end to it. We're going to let you keep it for a couple more years without paying taxes on it. But when your kids get it, they got to take it out over 10 years. Look, I get the IRS's incentive there. They want to get their taxes sooner rather than later. And if you can stretch it out over the next 20, 30 years, they're going to have to wait 20 to 30 years to get taxes on this money. Heck, they already let you defer it throughout your entire career. Yeah, absolutely. But what most of us don't realize is let's run through this for a second. Let's assume that I live time 80. And my kids are in their 60s when I pass away at age 80. Let's say my wife's already gone to. So when they inherit the money, they're in their 60s. Well, they've already paid off their house. So they don't have any deduction for their house anymore. Their kids are already out of school. So they don't have any deduction for any you know minors in the house anymore. Most of their deductions are already gone. So And they're probably making more money than they've ever made at age 60 or age in the middle 50s or whatever. They're making more. They got more discretionary income. So they're paying higher taxes already anyway. Now, all of a sudden, they inherit my million-dollar IRA, and they have to pay. They have to take it out over the next 10 years. So now their income's even going to be that much higher over the next 10 years. So it's created this massive amount of tax that our kids and grandkids are going to have to pay, and most people aren't paying attention to it. These are the things that we, by going through a process with a financial advisor, you're going to hear about, and you're going to start hearing strategies on how we're dealing with that. All right. I think you nailed that. Next question. Sure. All right. From the mailbag, this one says, I've handled my finances myself over the years and have done pretty well. Everyone tells me that I should have a financial advisor now that I'm about to retire, but I'm having trouble with the concept of turning it all over to someone else at this point. Why should I have someone else handle it? It's a good question. We actually hear that question quite a bit. 
And I think the main reason, look, I mean, it's, it, you're probably right. You probably manage your account probably better than most financial advisors because you're, you're paying attention to your one account and that's all you're looking at. You're saying, okay, you know, I, th- I feel like I'm, it's a little uneasy out there. The market looks kind of shady. The, let's, uh, let's pull out and let's go to cash. And I've heard clients say this, that they've come in here and they said, you know, I, I got out of the market in, in, uh, you know, December of 2021, because I felt like, you know, 22 was just going to be a, you know, crazy. So they just got out of the market. Well, if they did that, they're probably a lot better off than what we did because our, our portfolio stayed in the market during that period of time. But the challenge is, is a lot of people that pull out of the market don't know when to get back in. So that's another story, but managing the accounts is one thing managing all the rules and regulations that go along with those accounts is quite another in retirement. If you haven't stayed up with all of that, if you don't know how taking a distribution after you turn on social security could affect your Medicare and possibly affect your social security, then you might want to pay attention to to somebody that's talking to you about this. I mean, we've dealt with literally hundreds of financial plans, maybe even thousands of financial plans over the years and we've seen all the horror stories. We know the little, you know, the potholes that are out there in the road that you're going to hit and, and it's going to cost you money. So that's why you want to look at this. Maybe you don't have the financial advisor manage all the assets. Maybe they only manage part of the assets uh, and you want to keep some of it yourself. But to me, it makes more sense to have somebody on the payroll and that's helping you avoid some of those big missteps uh, to save that money. Even if you're paying a little bit in fees to ha- have them manage a portion of your portfolio, I think it's well worth it over time. Well, I kind of like the idea of just having a guy uh, that is keeping up with that so I don't have to because I have uh, a CPA and I don't really have to keep up with the tax laws. If something changes, he's going to tell me about it. And if I didn't have him, what am I going to do? Am I going to do my own taxes and research the law changes every year? That sounds like a dangerous game to play, especially if you screw it up. There's prison behind it. But for retirement, you know, when the rules changes, whether it's the SECURE Act or if this is going to expire or the new uh, tax laws that are being passed around D.C. right now, I don't want to have right. to keep up with all that. And I think that's one of the great services a financial advisor does. Yeah, and I think that the, I mean, if you compare it to, uh, you say the guide, and I'm going to just kind of play off that for a second. If you do any research on how many people climb Mount Everest every year and how many people die every year by trying to reach the summit, the vast majority of the people that hire a Sherpa or a guide to lead them up the mountain, their chances of success and chances of survival were much better by having that guide with them to lead them back down the mountain. Most of the deaths occur on uh, Mount Everest on the descent coming back down. And by having that guide, I think that's where you, you, you kind of avoid that or you take less risk. That's the same thing as you're avoiding the risk by having a guide in, in your financial planning. I think the, the advisor is going to be able to give you, uh, advice on things that you want to miss so that you don't slip and fall coming back down the mountain. All right. Uh, next question from the mailbag. If you want to submit a question for the mailbag info at Louisville's retirement coach.com. It's just the website Louisville's retirement coach.com with info in front of it. All right. Next one says we recently paid off our house, which was a great feeling, but now we have about $3,000 that we don't spend every month. We're already maxing out our retirement accounts, and I don't just want to leave it in our checking account. So where should I be putting this money? Well, uh, if you're looking at it today's date or right here in the middle of August, if you're looking at it right now, I think that you're you're buying back into the stock market. The stock market is still below its peak at the end of December of 2021. You want to buy low and sell high. That's the whole game in the stock market. So I think that you you start to look at that. You can do it in a what's called a non-qualified account. I think that the, the benefit of paying off the house is great. Uh, but you're right. At this point, interest rates still haven't increased a whole lot at the bank. So you're not seeing much value by putting it just in a savings account or in some kind of a CD. Maybe a little bit more than you were six months ago, but it's still not providing you that uh, upside potential. So that's my opinion would be that you're probably putting it in the market, but again, everybody's different. So I'd have to sit down with you to kind of see what your plan dictates and, and make sure it's right for you. But 
I'm going to close by really just talking to you guys for a second about our retirement 360 scorecard process. And this is our process that we've developed over the years that really is a proprietary process. And it really has helped literally hundreds of families get their financial house in order prior to retirement or even after they've retired getting this all set up. The process really goes through many different steps. Uh, it looks at your income plan. It looks at your risk analysis. It looks at your uh, tax plan, your estate plan. All of those things need to be on point to make sure that your plan is up to date and is going to do you know what you want it to do in retirement. But what we've developed over the last few shows is really a, a good entry point in that to help you understand what the income plan is. And that's our income gap analysis form. We can send that to you. You just pick up the phone. You text the word income to 502-576-4800. We'll send you this form. It allows you to kind of do some math on your own. And then you'll bring that into us to sit down with me or one of the advisors here at Mercurial Wealth Advisors, and we'll walk you through the retirement scorecard process, every element of that. Once you go through that process, whether you become a client of ours or you hire us or not, my promise to you is you're going to feel better about your retirement game plan and you're going to have more confidence going forward as to how it's going to work for you. So again, text the word income to 502-576-4800. Let's get started today and make sure that the rest of 2022 is, you know, working to your advantage so that you have a game plan going into the next year. All right. That's Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors again. If you have any questions for them, the website, louisvillesretirementcoach.com, louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Alan, thanks again for your time. Let's do this again next week. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. And thank you for hanging out with us. This has been Retirement 360. If you missed a show and want to catch up with Alan and Troy and the latest retirement planning topics, click on the media tab at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. That's louisvillesretirementcoach.com. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions on how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Donald Allen Mercurio and Troy Bolton are investment advisor representatives of Mercurio Wealth Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any client experiences discussed during the show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Mercurial Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any governmental agency and does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company, insurance licensed in Kentucky and Indiana.